0: Hello and welcome to episode number 12 of the Ignite Podcast. I'm Caitlin Moy. And I'm Heather Morris. And today we have a very interesting topic. This is going to be opening the discussion on sex. We're doing a sex and intimacy series. It's going to be a four-week series that we're going to dive into. I am
1: very excited for this. I think
0: that um, more more
1: young people, I'm not going to just say teens, but I think more young people need to have um, adults, like adult representation, like Christian adult representation of people that are willing to really
0: talk to them about it. So I'm excited about it. We are willing <laughs> oh, you're willing. Yes. And I think it is very important to talk about, you know, over a half of U.S. teens have had sex before the age of 18, according to the CDC. So I think that just shows that this is a topic that needs to be discussed. Teens and young adults are very curious and open to this topic. And I feel like we just um, can provide some information in regarding the um, to this topic from a faith perspective yes. too.
1: I, yeah, and I think that that's the important part that we're Christian young people or, or you're someone that is wondering about what the Christian perspective is. And um, I think just because we don't talk about it doesn't mean that it's not still um, an issue and something that young people talk about. Caitlin and I were just saying the other day that um, when we were preparing for this that, you know, we're sexual beings and to to be Christians and not talk about it and discuss it and, and um, you know, just be a little more free about, you know, respectful but free about the discussion is, uh, I think, a disjustice. So
0: first off, I wanted to start with our schedule for this series that we're getting into. So For this episode, week one, we're really opening the the discussion on sex. Week two is going to be sexting, revenge, porn, and trust. So those are three big topics to talk about. And week three is going to be hookups, consent, and missteps. Week four is going to be pornography, sex versus intimacy, and God's design for sexuality.
1: I love this schedule, Caitlin. I think it's like hitting on the bigger issues. And I'm a little surprised by it too, because uh, when I was younger, you know, I'm 45. (laughs) When I was younger, the week two, the sexting um, and revenge porn and trust, it wasn't even, that would never even have been an issue. We were just getting, not even cell phones, but like, I hate to date myself, but we (laughs) we were getting like car phones. And then when I was in college, everybody started to get a cell phone. So um, this is a big issue. I think that um, in a different way, but my kids, I had to be, start to be very open with them about what, you know, um, sending something could do to your future. And I don't want to get into, I know, like it's not something to talk about yet, but You know, I'm excited and surprised by that one, and um, I appreciate that you're willing to talk about these things for our young people.
0: Absolutely. I think it is very important, Um, and especially from approaching this topic from a shame-free place. So we had mentioned that briefly in the introduction, but people often think about Christianity as generally repressive when it comes to sex, Um, as in sex is bad completely. But really, God is the one who made sex, who designed sex, you know, within the confines of marriage. And it's encouraged in the Bible to pursue a sexual relationship with your spouse. And I have a verse for today that comes from Proverbs 5, 18 through 19 that says, Rejoice in the wife of your youth. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight be intoxicated always with her love. So that just shows sex is definitely in the Bible.
1: Oh, yeah, it's absolutely in the Bible. Yes, that that's a good. Um, yeah, it does. Caitlin likes that one a lot. <laughs> um, I like that you brought up to that. We're in a shame free place. I think that that's important. And sex is not dirty. Sex is not gross when it's in the confines of of marriage and something that god has blessed it's something very beautiful and it might be something though that you might have already experienced or or been a part of or you know a friend that has experienced this and um you know even if you have a friend that has been a part of it i want you to maybe have all the information um so that you can help them through it if this is something that you have experienced or been a part of or seen or just anything, um, we're not shaming you. We're not um, putting you down for that. There's a way, you know, to come back from it, from to be free from it, to ask for forgiveness and um, and kind of move on and have a a good, healthy future relationship with someone. So I like that you brought that up, Caitlin.
0: Absolutely and the last thing I wanted to touch on here was what popular culture tends to teach us about sex So really sex is everywhere. You can see it in commercials. You can see it in magazines Um, It's the whole idea of sex sells and I just wanted to talk briefly about um, how that's affecting us in terms of how we view sex now because it is so prevalent everywhere And it feels like everyone is doing it and if you're not a part of that, if you're not doing it right now or you choose to wait until marriage, then you're kind of on the outskirts or um, somebody that's not in with the trend, you know. Um, At least that's how I feel like young people feel in regarding to this topic. Um, This whole idea of sexual freedom um, and sex is only for pleasure, it doesn't have to be in a committed relationship. Research shows that um, there's a big link between teens engaged in hookups and increased rates of depression, two to three times more likely to become depressed than those who abstain. So I thought that was just interesting. You know, the culture teaches us it's okay to um, have hookups, and we see that in movies and stuff. But really, when we come down to it, it's the design that God has for us is truly to keep us safe, emotionally, mentally, physically. And so we can enjoy sex as it was meant to be within that um, boundary of marriage.
1: Yeah. I think all of this is, um, you do such good research, Caitlin, and bring up such good points because I do think that more young people when they are, you know, I'm not going to use the word hookup. I think I'm going to be a little more descriptive. Like you know, somebody that you're just connecting with whatever way that is for just a a little period of time, maybe knowing that it's not going to go anywhere. I kind of think that's a little bit like a hookup, you know, and, um, and that could be something that goes, becomes sexual or just something that's, you know, kissing and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, but anyway, um, I think that more young people need to ask, the questions, maybe we need to, you know, write those questions down for next time. But like, you know, where is this going? Is this something that's going to help me? Is this something that's going to hurt me? Is this going to, you know, when they walk away and it's over and I I know it's going to be over from the beginning, is this something that I should be getting myself involved in? Because I'm going to have a heartache in the end. you know what I mean? So, um, or that person's not going to maybe talk to me again or, you know, whatever. So, and with God in the whole mix of it, he's here to, um, love on you and to have you for his kingdom. So he's not here to, to hurt you. And I think that that kind of love is the, is the love that we want to embrace instead of just the, the hookup, you know what I mean? So
0: yes, here you go, Caitlin. You guys can't see it, but we're passing around a microphone right now. We're (laughs) recording it a little bit differently. So those are just the different topics we wanted to touch on in opening this discussion. We both feel that it's very important for everybody, I think, nowadays. You know, we live in a sex-saturated culture, and it can affect us in so many different ways, and I'm really glad that we have the freedom to discuss this topic um, on our podcast So, thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in. And, Heather, I just wanted to give you the updates. We have 1% of our listeners from Germany listening in. What? Are you kidding me? I love that. Hello, everyone out there. So, I thought that was cool. Um, So, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Oh, we have our check it out. So, I'll hand the mic over to Heather. Oh, yeah. We can't forget
1: about the check it out. Um, so there is kind of a fun, check it out on our SA connects. You can again, go online and go to saconnects.org and look up red noses to red shields. And everybody knows a little bit about the red noses that, um, I think Walgreens and CVS kind of, they're, they're the, uh, retailers that usually hand them out and, or you can buy them, I think for a dollar for cancer awareness, I believe. I Oh, no, no, no. It's autism. Yes. I'm sorry. It's autism. So this is a little different spin on it. They're talking about some Salvation Army pastors from New York City that are, um, instead of saying just red noses with a clown, they did the whole entire thing. They put clown costumes on. And we're talking about what um, a difference adding... Christian clowns, making people happy, that kind of stuff can um, really make a difference in how they use that in their ministry. So it's its just a cute little story. So if you want to check that out or if you ever want Caitlin and I to get these magazines into your hands, we'd love to do that. If you respond below this, we'll get that to you. So it's saconnects.org. There's some great stuff in that. And um, anything else, Caitlin?
0: No, just stay tuned for week two sexting. Revenge porn, which I didn't even know what that was until I lifted up, and trust. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And until next time, ignite ignite your your life. life.